I'm Mark Pender with Econoday, with Mark Rogers, senior economist with Econoday. The big news this week is out Friday with the employment situation report for August, and the Econoday consensus is looking for a slight rise in the rate of non-farm non payroll growth to 175,000, with the unemployment rate looking to be unchanged at 7.4%. What are you looking for, Mark? Well, the, the big issue is really related to Fed policy in terms of when to taper and how to how fast to taper, and uh, there's been quite a bit of Fed speak recently in terms of uh, wanting to start to taper soon. Particularly, Dallas Fed President Fisher uh, pushing for tapering and. Others actually being a little bit sympathetic, but they're just still waiting on the data. So the employment report is going to be crucial, probably more in terms of how much taper is. Uh, there's you know, most economists think that some kind of announcement about tapering will come out at the September FOMC meeting. The big question is uh, how fast will tapering occur? And uh, my belief is it's going to be taper light. And un unless the employment report is particularly strong, which uh, we're not really seeing any indications of that. Well, you had in the, uh, um, before this interview this week, you had been more on uh, undetermined whether or not uh, there would actually be the beginning of uh, tapering in September. It was data dependent. Have we seen uh, in the interim uh, significantly uh, weak uh, data to justify that? We've really seen very sluggish and mixed data since, well, over the last month. And it's going to really become an issue of whether the Fed wants to start providing guidance that, you know, here it comes, you know, there's going to be tapering and they just do it very, very gradually. And one of the uh, FOMC members uh, stated that it might be gingerly. That's the, the, the word that was used. So the employment report is going to be critical in terms of how fast tapering occurs. Uh, it, it looks like the Fed may have boxed itself in in terms of, yes, we have to start tapering, but it doesn't have to be fast. Jobless claims are out on Thursday. They'll be for the week after the, uh, for the initial uh, claim side, the week after the sample period for the monthly employment report. Now that has been showing uh, a slight improvement. Now, of course, uh, a lower claims doesn't necessarily don't necessarily mean that companies are hiring. That, that's true. Uh, there's um, even the latest productivity numbers pointed to the fact that uh, firms are preferring to invest in equipment and. They're still keeping the labor force uh, fairly tight. Uh, initial claims 
in the August 24th week fell 6,000 to 331, but that's that's not where we want it to be. We want it to be lower, and I don't think the Fed can get excited about uh, a, a 331,000 figure for initial jobless claims. ADP will be uh, out on Wednesday morning, and that is an up and down uh, report, at least with its uh, correlation with uh, the Friday jobs report. Uh, how jittery do you, is will this be a? How, what do you expect to see in the markets and reaction uh, uh, to? Let's say we get, we get a surprise in that report. Uh, well, let's see. I believe that's out on Thursday this week due to uh, the Monday Labor Day holiday. I, it still can move markets. Uh, it, it, it's not statis statistically as strong as uh, an economist would like, but it can still move markets. So uh, Thursday we could see a significant move in equities depending on which way ADP goes. And that'll be out, uh, you're right, Mark, at 8.15 Thursday morning on the Econoday calendar. On Wednesday through the day, we're going to get motor vehicle sales, and they've been a, a big story this year. They're, they don't go up every single month, but they've generally been, been uh, pretty uh, strong. What are your thoughts? Uh, that, that's going to be a key number for third quarter GDP. It's going to uh, filter into the personal consumption expenditures number for durables uh, and that's been one of the the two relatively I have to emphasize relatively healthy parts of the recovery uh, autos and housing and they they do go up and down every month uh, a little bit due to whether there's discounting a month or discounting off uh, that goes back and forth but Another, there's been there's sorry, been a clear there's been a clear moderate uptrend indicating that both low interest rates have supported uh, auto sales plus and, and, you know, there's there's a two sector consumer economy those consumers with jobs and those without and those with jobs are are starting to feel a little more confident while those without jobs are not well interest rates have been coming up mark and uh, uh, last uh, week's uh, consumer confidence report showed a big drop in auto buying plants and now uh, how, how would you characterize where interest rates have gone and what their risk is to both housing and cars uh, there's a little bit of risk to both autos and housing from higher interest rates. Uh, what we have to keep in mind is that uh, the rise is from very low levels, both for autos and for, for mortgage rates. So the impact should not be huge. What's important is to watch employment growth and what we want to see is that employment growth is healthy enough to offset any any gains in interest rates and that's the the question the Fed is going to be addressing is employment growth strong enough to offset increases in interest rates 
uh, auto sales, as you noted, are uh, an opening uh, indication for third quarter GDP, as uh, as is the trade report, which is out on 8.30 Wednesday morning. Uh, what are you looking for? Well, basically, um, there could be some improvement in the export component. Uh, we've started to get some favorable news out of Asia in terms of uh, strengthening in manufacturing there, and Europe appears to be coming out of recession. So there's some potential for export growth, and that that's a key indicator, not just for the U.S., but if if exports for the U.S. are up, then that's a strong indication that the global economy is improving. Interesting. And we'll, we'll also want to look at the non-petroleum goods component for imports to see uh, what expectations are by businesses in terms of what they expect to sell later this year. And we're, we're basically looking at the import numbers for holiday sales in November and December. So we're, we're really at a critical point for the, the international trade numbers on imports for a key part of the year. The ISM manufacturing report, which was issued earlier uh, today, which and we're taping on Tuesday afternoon, showed a really big rise in imports and also a pretty good uh, uh, gain for exports showing uh, picking up activity apparently between the, the trading partners. Um, I know we're, uh, we're getting a little bit repetitive, but everyone, and this is also interesting about the Fed, uh, interest rates started to rise uh, in May when um, Ben Bernanke started to signal the the possibility of of tapering and so that's kind of you know why we've been seeing this you know this play between um, uh, the rates rising and 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 the effect on housing and consumers um, and uh, what stood out for this last past week I know you've mentioned some more things on, on Fed policy and what we have uh, plenty of speakers this week what what should we be sensitive to. Well, the curious thing is that St. Louis Fed President James Bullard has kind of become the tipping point for apparent policy. We don't know until it actually happens, but uh, Bullard has been a hawk, but recently has become more concerned about weakness of the labor market. Essentially, well, he's being very practical, and I, I think that's what's appropriate for the Fed. But, but he essentially represents the view that the Fed has to look at the data to determine when and how fast to taper. And he has more taken the view that uh, more data are needed and that the labor market is still sluggish. So last week's FedSpeak points to uh, maybe tapering in September, but uh, I'm going to call it taper light based on what uh, President 
James Bullard's has said. Well, we'll no, we'll have a lot of Fed talk or uh, talk about Fed talk uh, on Friday uh, mid morning and uh, through the day after the employment situation report. Thanks again, Mark Rogers, senior economist at Econoday. I'm Mark Pender for Econoday.